Hi guys, this is Alec Turner from the Buckyball Racing Club and I just wanted to wish Loose Cruise Podcast a very, very happy birthday. And my personal cheese recommendation, Camberzone, a delicious blend of Camembert and Gorgonzola. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Was he actually recording that while he was drifting? I feel like he's like in, in some sort of like English street somewhere, like just drifting. Like, hey, so I just want to record this while I'm doing my drift race. <laughs> <laughs> could have been, could have been. It's fucking badass, man. He yeah, had yeah. a cheese, had a boy. Hey elk. guys, I got to include that because I got yelled at last time. It is uh, September tenth, twenty twenty. Welcome to Loose Screws. I am Ty Wersham. We have a lot to talk about, gentlemen. Um, this evening we have our resident. Um, what are we going to call you this week? We're going to call you um, uh, birthday name dropper getter audio engineer tracks, man. How you doing, man? <laughs> Not not one of your best. No, no. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine, everybody. I'm doing good. It's <clears throat> it's things are still busy, and it you know what? It makes me feel just really great when I get to turn off work and uh, hang out with you all. <laughs> I don't know why I giggled at that. Because um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're just suffering from a lot of joy today. Yeah, it was. It's it's been kind of a big week for Elite Dangerous. Is uh, we'll get into that in just a moment. Uh, anyway, uh, our resident football guru who hates all things Star Wars post Return of the Jedi, uh, Commander Chig. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. Just. Give me if if you're taking it away from tracks, I'll take that badass. Uh, you know what you used to call him, and, and you can go with that. Get rid of just mentioning me and Star Wars in the same sentence. That's fine and, until Squadrons hits. And I don't watch football anymore. So there we go. There's there's three things that we can put in and a pipe also and smoke. With us is our uh, our uh, patented. Uh, uh, I believe that Jerry Jones called him the number one uh, Dallas Cowboy fan, Admiral NL Hate. There's was worst football teams for sure. <laughs> yeah, they're let's call the Jets. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> uh, number one is that um, last Tuesday on the eighth, uh, Professor Awan took people out for the black flight trip. I missed it because I had uh, maintenance at work until like 11 freaking 30 and I get home like 1230 and I just went to bed and it was, it was a bad day <clears throat> anyway. Um, but big thanks to him for doing that. That was all reports have reported back to me and told me that it was educational and fun and everybody had a good time. Don't be sure to. Don't forget lucrative. So, was it actually lucrative? Did y'all make some money on there? I made a quarter billion dollars. Damn! All right, I was not aware that there was money to be made at this. Right. Oh yeah, sure. You, do you? Are you going to ask him how? <laughs> well, yes. Oh how? well, there was a very large bounty on Chig's head that I collected at the last checkpoint. 
<laughs> oh shit, that went down. <laughs> yeah, he killed uh, a <laughs> sidewinder with an anaconda. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's funny you bring that up because uh, I think last night I was talking to Doves and he was engineering his sidewinder. So. Yeah. yeah, I got mine engineered. Let me just let me just tell you when when he we had been kind of dancing around each other all night. I I, I knew somebody was going to shoot me eventually, so we I, I kept you know just practicing being behind his anaconda, and we were we were spinning around, and then finally you know I, I took a couple pot shots at him just because you know I'm in a sidewinder. It's not like I'm going to hurt him, and then he started shooting back. And my daughter's watching it with me. And we're sitting here, you know, talking about it. I said, oh, here it comes. Now I'm going to die. And I start flying away. Then I start, I show her. I'm like, okay, so this is what I'm being mass locked. I can't jump away normally. So then I'm like, so now what you have to do is you have to go onto the menu and you got to find a system that you can jump to and you can high wake out. Then, then I can get away. But I didn't bother to look what direction I was facing when, before I went in the galaxy map. And I didn't have a course plotted ahead of time. So... What do you say we turn around and die? And she goes, "Yes, do it." And that's that's what I died. And then I'm like, "All right, now it's." I didn't time. realize you started it. So got got to got to teach a lesson. Didn't realize you. What? I I didn't realize you started the fight. I I oh. didn't observe. Uh, I didn't observe laser fire until it had ar- had already gone into full swing. Uh. At the first installation we'd stopped yeah. at, I, I, I like shot him with my turrets, and then I put away my weapons, and then got my weapons back out so they wouldn't keep firing. And, and mm-hmm. he just started hanging out behind me, and I was like, <laughs> all right, you know, this, that's, that's one. That's one. You know, I, I, want, I do want you to do <laughs> the whole event. And then later, he ended up firing back, and I was like, all right, man, you said let's go, so we're going now. <laughs> hey, 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 I had a fully engineered Sidewinder. I figured I had a chance against you. lasted quite a turrets. while. <laughs> he, oh my god. Mad. Well, I just tried running at that point, but literally, it, it, a Sidewinder can't even run an wow. Anaconda straight know that. line. It's kind of funny. That's... Uh, if, if I wasn't fucking around, I, I probably oh, could have gotten away but it was it was a good opportunity to to you know show my daughter how you know yeah you need to chaff i did i did do chaff at one point and heat sink and then i'm like i said now notice i can't just jump away so you need uh i tried teaching her the difference between high waking and low waking and and still i just at that point we decided yeah let's just get blown up because we we uh, wanted to cause when you chaff near the near the installation my turrets misfired, hit the installation, and that's how I got a bounty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how you do it. You drag him really close Sucka. to the station. You get the, you launch the chaff, let him hit the that's how you win right there. But at the end of the day, that wasn't the highlight of the evening. What the professor showed us, that was a lot of cool stuff that it just shows people who say that there's no depth to this game just haven't dug at all because there's stuff fully everywhere and i don't know if you got to look at some of the screenshots and and stuff that we saw and in the voice acted you know data ports we got to listen to and stuff that was it was a very educational evening and even for you know we all have thousands of hours in this game for us to all be learning something is ju- ju- just a testament to how deep this yeah game they is. um they they 
I actually did that. I didn't do it with a wand, but I did. I, pro- I don't know if I have all of them found, of course, but I've I have spent some time finding those because there's on at one point and it's probably still there, but somewhere on Canyon's website they have uh, like the path you go through and and where you find them and all that stuff. And I don't know if it's every single one, but it's a lot of them. Um, but, uh, I started listening to the stream today and I, I didn't get to finish it cause you guys were streaming it. And, uh, as I was listening to it, <clears throat> I was picking up on things I'd already heard. And then I feel like there was one that I hadn't heard before, but I don't know if I'm just old man, don't remember it or it's something else. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it. I'm curious as to if we're ever going to get the full story of the black black flat, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I Could think be. other stuff. I think there's other stuff going on. So, mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, for whatever reason, this week um, I have actually been asked two different questions. I want to dismiss real quick, and not all of them were done in here. Some of them were done. Uh, in real life, but it's so weird how the same two questions I kept getting asked over the past week, week and a half or so. Uh, number one is, <clears throat> and this happened shortly after the NVIDIA launch, I started getting hit with a lot of people asking me, well, do you have to pair an AMD uh, processor with an AMD video card? Yeah, right. common common thought process there. Yeah. I see that a lot. And um, so the short answer is no, you do not. You get zero performance increase out of doing that. None whatsoever. There is one exception to that rule. Um, so NVIDIA partners with a lot of uh, video game developers. AMD does not. However... When NVIDIA partners with video game developers, they are trying to make a driver set to be as compatible with that game as possible to where you get better frame rates out of that game. That's why we have day one uh, driver updates when uh, high-end games launch, etc. Yeah, most AM- of NVIDIA's driver release notes are like, you know, such and such percent improvement in this game. Right. Over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game tra- ready driver. Game ready. I yeah. think they call it. Yeah, it's the trade. I think that just means it's not yeah. beta, doesn't it? Right, right. Yeah. Um, and, and and typically they will lay like you know this is the you know one a good example is like with the Microsoft Flight Sim to come out about a month ago now when that when that released the same day Nvidia released a driver set and I played it before and after the driver update and it was a 15 FPS upgrade, no joke. Um, yeah, that'll be really common right at the release of a game. Right. And, and they've done that with right. every AAA yeah. title that's released. I mean, they've had, you know, from Red Dead Redemption to, you yep. know, it's every now, every time. Let me roll back to, go back to the AMD thing real quick. So uh, AMD, if you pair an AMD processor and GPU, you get zero performance increase. The exception of Ashes of the Singularity. For whatever reason, uh, this developer decided to partner with AMD and they decided to not partner with NVIDIA. 
It's called Ashes. Ashes. Wait, wait, what game? It's a real time strategy game. Yeah. A, okay, a great okay. It makes game sense. to benchmark yeah, yeah. on. Right. 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 Um, one of the things about Ashes, sing- okay. Ashes of the Singularity is that there is no cap as to the number of units you can create or have on the screen. You know, but other RTSs, there's like a. There is a soft cap of when your CPU catches on fire. Well, yeah, but <laughs> but that, that's that that's why this game is so good to uh, uh, benchmark on. But uh, the developer worked real closely with AMD. So if you have an AMD processor and you have an AMD uh, video card, yes, you will see about five to ten frame frames increase on. The one game, Ashes of the Singularity. So if your whole reason why you're building a computer is to play Ashes of the Singularity, then definitely go with AMD and don't listen to us. But if you want to play a bunch of other games and be able to play Ashes of the Singularity with just 1% less than what other people with, then with AMD cards are able to play it, then get NVIDIA. Uh, probably the 3070 is looking like the sweet spot right now. So very yeah. sweet. Yeah. The second thing is, and I actually got asked this. I had to, I had to uh, pull up some uh, documentation on this at work to prove this. But um, power supply, uh, I got. We were doing some uh, power supply stuff with servers this week. Or last week, and the people were saying, "Well, you can't put the 650 watt in there; it, it's it'll overpower." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can you can you can put a 10,000 watt uh, power supply on your computer, and uh, it will not hurt anything. Now, it will hurt it if you put something if you put a 250 watt power supply on your computer and you're pulling." Okay. 500 watts. It will hurt it, most definitely. But uh, You know, this is like a little bit of um, like uh, confusingly named things. Right. Like power supply um, does not mean it's pushing something, right? It's, a, it's like a power reservoir would be a less confusing word. That's a good point. And, and, and so I had this old electrician. I had the hardest time understanding the difference between watts and volts and whatnot when I was first getting into computers. I didn't understand it. And this old electrician guy, he said, it's real easy to understand. You're thinking about electricity like it's electricity. You can't think about that. He said, you got to think of it like it's water. I was like, what? He goes, uh, water and a hose. Right. And he said, volts is uh, the amount of pressure a water is going through the hose and amps is the amount of volume of water. And then all of a sudden it just clicked in my brain and it made perfect sense. And all watts and, are and, and issues. Yeah, watts would sort of be like the amount of, well, watts is work. So watts is like the amount of uh, force, right? So it's the volume plus the, or times the um, speed. Watts actually kind equals uh, amps tops are uh, yeah amps times watts or amps times volts and that, right. that gives you your watts and actually if you know the truth watts is kind of an arbitrary number it's like a tr- electricians don't really use watts when they're talking about it because they, they use watt just, hours right right it's it's just an arbitrary number 
It doesn't really give them any information. Now, ohms, that's a real thing. Just think of that like the frequency of things. It's uh, resistance. Right, right. Or, or impedance, I guess. If it's AC, right. it's impedance. Right. So, anyway, uh, when you're, don't get a low end power supply, get a good power supply, and uh, don't worry about pairing AMD with AMD. You're, you're fine either way. Uh, yeah, you, you, you over, I mean, you, you don't want to be right on the edge of what your power supply can produce. Because um, it's it's how much your computer is drawing. If your computer is drawing less than your power supply can efficiently produce, then everything's fine. Um, and if you're trying to draw right up to the line of what it can produce, it's probably not going to be efficient anymore. And that's when you'll get like outside of sort of the normal range of heat dispersion and stuff like that. And it, it'll wear out faster because of yeah. that. Bad uh, news. A good number is I try to stay inside of the 50 to 70% mark. So like I add up all the, the, the total load of all my components. I'm like, all right, so if my, my total load is like uh, 500 watts, then I'm probably going to want about a, th- a, uh, a 300 watt. Uh, uh, I want to be about 300 watts over that. So like you can, you can survive on a 500 watt power supply, but you're going to want an 850 or 900 or even 800. But yeah. Anyway, so yeah. All right, moving on. I just wanted to put that out there. And we've uh, had a fair amount of hardware discussions, and Trax was cool enough to set up a uh, hardware discussion channel uh, on the Discord because uh, I was literally yeah, driving keep, home. Keep keep <laughs> some of that. Yeah, you were going to do the same thing. Keep some of yeah. that stuff out of general. And then, then we have a questions channel. Some of it was ending up in there, which I, I think that is better focused on elite questions. And it just, yeah. um, there was a couple of times where people were discussing hardware and like the game in the same, at the same time in the same channel. And I was like, okay, this is, this is when we need another channel. Yeah. So that, that's all. Yeah. I'm guilty of that too. Cause uh, I talk hardware a lot. So yeah. All right. So moving forward, um, I want to actually get the name of this thing. So DFC Intelligence via PC Games in did collected some data and basically broke it down to where they're saying that there are three billion people worldwide are considered gamers. They play video games. And to me, that number seems really high. I would have put it like at one and a half, maybe two billion. But uh, so, for the sake of the survey, how are they defining <laughs> gamers? <laughs> See, my mom. My mom puts in, you know, about twenty hours a week in Candy exactly. Crush. She considered so, a gamer. I don't think that. Wish I had reread this because I don't think they actually included mobile in this list. I think they actually had to have a console or a PC. Mm, well, that that's well. I'm I'm about to get real critical. So if you're a fan of these people, <laughs> I think they did a very bad job if they didn't include mobile. Yeah, um, the line is definitely somewhere. It definitely includes mobile. I'm not sure exactly what on mobile would qual- would qualify as a game. Or, or actually, no, that's not the issue. The issue isn't what you're playing the game on or that it's a game. The issue is whether you're a gamer or whether you're a person who 
plays a game once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Plays games. Well, the interesting okay. thing about this and why I put this in here, uh, which is a little weird, I know. Uh, so number one is, is three billion player, three, three billion computer players. Okay. Followed up by. So 40% of the world's population roughly, is yeah. considered a gamer by these games. And half of those players okay. are playing on PC. So, uh, right. Huh. Now, um, they do say there's probably some overlap because of the whole, you know, like most of most people who own a PC also own a console. So there's probably some overlap. But um, I'm going to put this in the show notes for people to kind of discuss. I don't think it's that accurate. It's interesting from the sense to kind of think about that there's that many gamers out there uh, because I come from a point where playing a video game, like you don't, you don't talk about that. Like it's in the dark. You don't talk about that because you're a nerd. If you play video games. <laughs> sure. Uh, and now uh, that was the case years yeah. ago. These days, I don't think, I, I think anyway, so it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. If they also break it down by location, uh, I see. I don't get this a little bit. Like fifty three percent are in North America. I really. I feel like there's a lot more Asian people that are playing video games. I don't. Anyway, I'm not sure if I'd trust this. Wait, 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 wait. What? Fifty three percent of the three billion they said are in North America. Yeah, that, that is. A, uh, I think this whole track, thing is it? is highly suspect. No, I think I'm reading this wrong. Because okay, fifty three percent are in Asia. Man, they got the clo- they got the blue colors to damn close. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just, just yeah. That's no, 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 I know, I know at, math no, no, is no, hard. Look at this. All right. <laughs> this is this is. Hold on. If you hold on, right. I'm putting this down. Now, I know people. And this is this is good. Podcast. This is good right TV, here. man. Good. Yeah. Good TV. But this is good. Right, this so is good radio. If you look at that, uh, the the color of blues are really close together, and it threw me off. So. Okay, I, I don't know what game is in the headline that picture of that, but right there says anybody playing that yeah. game. Yeah, that everybody. Oh this God. that's the new, yeah. Uh, yeah. not Counter Strike, um, Fortnite. That's the new Fortnite. Everybody and their mother is playing that because you just walk around and fall down or try to avoid falling down. I don't know. It looks dumb to me. I can't play it. That's just my normal so everyday that's life. That's a mobile game that people are playing <laughs> on console, and oh my God, I believe it. You're definitely <laughs> that dude in the back, leaning backwards. I can see it. All right, moving on. Good God. Uh, PC Gamer updated their uh, top 100 uh, games, and uh, I like it when they do this because it's always interesting to see what falls off, what they add on to it. And I believe Elite Dangerous made 83rd. I'm trying to pull up the right page. If I was prepared, I would already had it pulled up, but I was not yeah, 83rd. Now, now, one thing about this is, is it, it, it you, you got to quantify what they're talking about. Though. They're not saying the, the top 100 games of all time, anything like that. This is the top 100 games you should be playing right now. There are some older games in here because they should still hmm. be played. But this is not, you know, uh, this is the top 100 games of all time. This is the top 100 games like in the world right now, if you're going to pick a game, to so play, the ones that are, are relevant, it's not even play. in the last year. It's just the ones that are still relevant. Well, yeah, interesting. 
Exactly, because I mean, I mean, there's there's old, here. Like old the original Doom, like, and there's you know, like 1995, whatever Doom, so. forever relevant. Yep. Yeah. Well, like I, I see, like number 96 on the list is Super Hot VR. Yeah. That's yep. you know a three year old game, which I'm going to mention right now. I, I was playing earlier today in my age shows. <laughs> I threw out my back. Oh my god, Super Hot! But I <laughs> I completed the game. I literally, I literally hurt my back. Playing a virtual so is, game, uh, so yeah, it, it, it's is interesting. Some of these games, like Planescape Torment, is still on here. Um, Dosex is from yeah the year two thousand. Um, I mean, there's there's you know nineteen ninety four. Let me two, also qualify. This. I don't always agree with a lot of things that PC Gamer does uh, because I know a lot of the reviews and stuff are paid for. Uh, but that being said, they. Uh, it's just one of those little interesting little things. So, yeah. All right. So, um, we're going to, before we get into the cool elite stuff, we're going to do the, the uh, faction update and then we're going to do chick chat. Hate, are you still coughing? No, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. Did it? Did it? Did it finish? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, that's what she I said. Uh, oh, that's slow not, clap. Well. Uh, Thursdays always catch me as, as an off day because often it's Friday morning's tick that we're really rooting for. I feel like I've done this three times now that, yeah, we yep. got stuff going on tomorrow. And you'll probably have seen the server tick before watching the, or listening to the podcast. So, you know, we're all in the same boat. It's going to be a surprise. But the plan <laughs> is to be doing an invasion war in comma tomorrow. Cool. And right now it's looking really good. Haven't we been trying to invade comma or get into comma since, since yes. Corvette summer launched in 1978? Yes. Nice callback. Okay. Just checking. And Nurgle and I have been, banging our heads with hammers and screaming and interacting with a very large portion of France in a very negative fashion. What? <laughs> Don't worry about it. They're fine. I've been watching them. Sometimes the words that... Sometimes the things you say, man. I feel like I the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl this year. But anyway... <laughs> Holy hell! We got we we actually got <laughs> more like the loose screws are going yeah. to comma. Period. Man, um, let's do it. Yeah, I'm I'm actually kind of excited about that. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. Anything else, man? Nope. That's it. Oh, hold on. Yes, I I do want to give a very solid shout out for McPherson McPherson, who has earned a thousand influence in the last thirty days. Non-slow clap. Christ. I, high five, dude. Okay. 
Oh my god, the guinea pig loves him. Okay. 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 This, this is completely off topic, but I yeah. just want it. And it was audible. <laughs> you just the set off the guinea pig in a big <laughs> way. <laughs> oh, we are excellent. So uh, yeah. Now the guinea pig went quiet. <laughs> Oh my Gas, one more segment to check in on. Am I right, everybody? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Is chick chat? Yeah, that's a fact. It's chick chat. Where the cheese at? I'm thinking that I should decide it with like a random number generator. So even I don't know which one's going to play. You just. You're just gonna flip that a coin. Is an awesome idea. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I see you like writing a script every week just to make this work. You're sitting there just pounding away on the keyboard. <laughs> I gotta get this to work right. <laughs> I, I think it worked yeah. on more versions too. So that random number generator has to get bigger, and oh, then we, like, we really get, get out the D20. You start playing <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. All right. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, Tonight, Chick Chat, this, this is going to be a quick, easy one. I just want some ideas from people. With the new hardware coming out and everybody's all excited about everything. Um, I want to know, like, every time I upgrade my computer, I end up going back and playing games in the past that I couldn't oh my play God, at, you know, yes. maximum frame rates or ultra settings and stuff like that. I always would go back and, you know, like, everybody's heard, can it run crisis, you know? And then, and then you go back and, and, you, and you play some old games. Um you know, like, I, I'll admit, I always end up jumping back into World of Warcraft to see how far their settings have come and putting it on maximum and seeing how much FPS I can get. And, you know, uh, Shadows of the Tomb Raider has its own benchmarking in there and stuff. But I want to hear games that people are going to uh, boot back up that they haven't played in a while. Or when they did play it back in the day, it could only play it at, you know, average settings. And maybe this is a game that all of a sudden you're thinking with your current computer, oh my God, I should go back and try that game at maximum settings. I never did that. I, I want to think of games like that that you loved that you want to try on new settings. And like the, you know, when the 3080 comes out, you know, I, right now I've been rethinking whether I'm going to get a 3080 right out of the box just because pretty much every game I own in even the current games, I can play on pretty much ultra settings. So I'm thinking I'm going to get myself a 4K monitor first and maybe upgrade my processor and motherboard and then wait for like the 3080 mm-hmm, Super mm-hmm. or TI to come out, you know, early next year. So that that's that's where I'm kind of leaning right now, but because like if I got like that the new card, I couldn't even really try to look right. for improvement in my current game. So that, that was something I'm kind of excited to do, and I, I really can't. So I, I'm kind of in that wait-and-see kind of mode. So uh, you guys have any games that you're, you're looking forward to trying? The new I don't play with? any other games. Other than Elite? <laughs> so, um, I, <laughs> Star Wars Squadrons. And, and I yeah. will get to see this game on max settings. I, I can run it max yeah. settings flat but I play in VR mostly uh, and I get uh, a solid medium settings in VR. So it'll be awesome to be able to play with like all the settings maxed and some super sampling with a 3080. Uh, And I'm looking forward to Star Wars Squadrons, but yeah, that's me. Yeah. Um, Nice. So 
it's a little weird because like I have I I had a 1080 Ti for pretty much since launch day for quite a while, and then I was gifted the 2080 Ti. Um, uh, he owed me. Oh, money, good so for you. Uh, he, he said, "Well, I can either give you the money, or, or I can buy you this card." I was like, "Yeah, I'll take the card." So, uh, anyway, so uh, he uh, anyway coming back around to everything here. I have not been in that situation where I can't really push a game for quite a while. However, with the new World of Warcraft Shadowlands, they will be supporting uh, RTX. And uh, they will have ray tracing. Hmm. Yep. They, um, I know it sounds weird to have ray tracing in. Uh, uh, oh, World not at all. Not at all. Have you seen what it did to Minecraft? Yeah. Ray tracing, like like global ray tracing, oh, changes true, any true. game. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, I, matter what the graphics look like. If they're cartoon graphics, it's still awesome. I I don't know if they're if they are making a if it's going to be a global uh, global elimination or not. I I, I don't know about that. Uh, I haven't actually seen it yet, but uh, I'm interested to check it out Uh, when Shadowlands launches. So me and my buddy Gunskill and my cousin Chad, uh, we all took off the week that it launches, like we do every single Warcraft expansion. And we're just going to spend the week getting our all of our characters to max level, and then then we'll park mm-hmm. them until they actually fix the damn thing <laughs> because it's still broke. So, <laughs> have you ever uh, gone into WoW and done that where you you turn the settings down and then you turn different settings higher and higher? And if you got a you know a good mm-hmm. graphics card, you can actually watch the progression of of how that game goes from. But fucking ugly. To it's like holy crap. Yeah. It's, it, it's that, that game does not impressive. get the credit that it deserves for the quality of the way it looks. It has an art style that makes it look a little cartoony and stuff. But there are some genuinely high resolution textures and some good dynamic lighting that is in that game that is actually fairly taxing if you don't have a pretty good system. So. Yeah, and, and uh, ground clutter, draw yeah. distance—you know everything comes into play in that game. Uh, they, they, uh, Blizzard does Blizzard make made good games. past tense. Made but what is our? Uh, yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah, uh, well, yeah. I agree. Uh, a resident, a resident potato farmer, though. What if when you upgrade? What are you looking to get in game? You're looking I to presume look you're at? talking about me and uh, <laughs> anything with just medium graphics settings. <laughs> So what are you coming from again? Is it a 660 right Ti or something? 60 Ti. Nice. Uh, I have the, some. I have a pair of 640s in the in the uh, the closet over there from computers years ago. Hey, what do you use those coasters on my like, coffee Seriously, table? you have any Nothing. use for them? Nope. I've got. I. I, I are they keep, twins? I keep a lot of stuff. Yeah, they're twins. They were in SLI for a while. And then I have like I have like a 560 and a 570. I might have two 570s. I have a collection of weird stuff. I have a 570. I had a Oh, I have a I, I this is a this is a rare one. This is a fun one. I have a 9800 GX2 from EVGA. Um yes. so that was the like flagship of the 9900 series right before like the the 1000 series came out and 
Uh, or sorry, no, this is this is right before the 9, they... 9,000, yeah. Right, 9,000. So it was before they switched to like the 200 and then the 400 and then the mm-hmm. six, like the 660. So this is like three generations older than Hate's card. Um, but it is an SLI card in one enclosure. It is two 9800s and they share two gigabytes of VRAM. And it fits in one slot. So it's SLI in one slot. It's the worst of both worlds. It's a monster power hog. 600 bucks. What did that cost back in the day? Yeah. Back before, like, you know, 1080 TIs were a thing. (laughs) Um, Is that that back when it was still AGP? Is it a bitch? No, no, they're PCI. They're PCI. Are they PCI Express? Yeah. I don't have any cards from AGP. Okay. Yeah, this. Okay, I'm curious. I, I got a I got a random question. We also saw the Xbox uh, Series X. Xbox needs to get its naming down because just think about a parent going to this store and asking for an <laughs> Xbox. It's gonna be like, yeah, can I get an Xbox One X? Do you mean a Series <laughs> X? Oh, I'm not sure. So yeah, we'll get off that topic. But but uh, they announced the new Xboxes and stuff, and knowing that they're you know just PCs and they're you know you're gonna be able to play. They're not supporting a new version of Elite for the Series X, but with backwards compatibility, you'll be able to play Elite on it. Are they doing the PC route and just turning on more features so it's going to look a lot prettier? It'll on probably Xbox just virtually Series upscale X? itself. Hmm. Well, that, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, all, all of a sudden, like right now, Elite on on an Xbox is running medium to medium low PC settings, if you were to compare, I would guess. So also now they'd be able to run on high settings or ultra settings. More shaders and texture depth? Be my guess, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, some anti-aliasing, you know, whatever. Uh, Yeah, I'm assuming they'll go that route and it'll look a lot prettier, but I, I, I just don't, I don't know. know. I don't know either. I guess I, I kind of feel like they the, the devs have to make a step. Unless the game is simply going to super sample. Um, but that won't change like the textures or the like the the eye candies, right? It's just it's just resolution. If if they were to like dynamically or or intelligently super sample, if that's included on the chip, then they could do that and get it up to you know, make it make it better in some way. Use that hardware a little bit, but without the devs actually changing something about the Xbox install, I don't think they can get any settings to show up different. Right? I don't. I think you're right. I, I, that, that's why I asked. I I don't know. You'd think that they would push it forward uh, with more settings turned on, well, depending on some, which system. Some Xbox it games. I, I don't know. Uh, and I know Shake has a. One X as well, so he's probably seen it. Have an additional update that doesn't get pushed through Xbox Ones to upgrade visual graphics. So they might do that. So you do get more of the eye candy, not just better, better textures. Yeah, load times and a few textures. I I, I don't. I mean, I did notice when I went from I've got an Xbox One. S and an Xbox One X. I don't know which one is better. I think that One X is better. Uh, that that I you know load times were quicker and it did seem like things were prettier. But I 
you know, it was just purely anecdotal. I mean, the Xbox I had before the new one I got was like five years old. So, you know, I didn't know if it was just the newer hardware running better because it had less shit, you know, mucking up the hard drive. You know, I, I just, I, I just don't know how they work. Well, that something stuff. to think that's, about that's is that a lot of these games, um, like they'll ship with, uh, 4k textures in the, uh, in the game files. You may not actually be using the 4k texture, but they're in the game files. And um, now I don't think Elite has 4K textures. I'm pretty sure most of their textures top out effectively at the at the 2K mark at the 2K mark. But don't hold me to that. I'm not sure. But I think you know uh, when games go to the new Xbox, whatever, and they're on the 4K, whatever. I think it'll just load up the 4K textures if they're available. So uh, there's not really an upscale involved because the the textures are. Are ready readily available. They just couldn't ready. They just couldn't load them because of the memory limitations. Uh, a perfect example is uh, the Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare. That game actually has 8K textures in in the uh, 240 gig installation file. And uh, unless you have an 8K system, you're not really seeing them, but they're there. Uh, but that's one of the reasons why that game is so fucking huge is because of the it has actually has AK textures for the majority of their objects. Um, but they're also they built that engine with the PlayStation Five and the Xbox whatever. What do they actually call the new Xbox Series X? Is that yep. right? Yeah, the S and is Series the smaller S. One, there's right? two. There's Series okay. X okay. is the yeah yeah the one that looks yeah. like a. Uh, Bluetooth speaker, and the other one looks yeah, like a uh, refrigerator. Is that what we're going and, and, with? In sidebar here, the, the PlayStation right. 5, I'm sorry, PlayStation people, it's ugly as shit. I don't know what, I don't know what the hell they're thinking <laughs> it's on a that. Router. It is ugly. It is one of the ugliest pieces of, I don't, I don't want you to gotta decorate it, it in my hat. living room. Yeah, it's the ugliest, the ugliest piece of hardware I have seen Sony ever create. It's awful. It is ugly. We'll we'll get used to it. I don't know. The the Walkman, <laughs> Walkman. wasn't very attractive. Hey, uh, let's let's get down to it here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We're yeah. Right. Yeah, let's get to the let's get to the nitty gritty. Right. Yeah, I, I promised Jake <laughs> Chat wouldn't get a sidetracked, and it did. So let's move on. So, goddamn um, it! How do we want to do this? I, I've been debating how. Do we, so I want to save the VR news and the ship interiors for the last bit. Um, so number one, there was a little bitty patch on Tuesday, the eighth where they fixed 95 megabytes or something. Yeah. Fixed an issue when reading inbox messages and super cruise that caused the game to crash. Um, fixed a bug causing delays and disconnections when entering a location with fleet carriers present. So hopefully, I think that that is the blue tunnel bug that people have been having. Hopefully they'll fix that or help fix that. Hoping. Uh, fixed a UE focus issue, which allowed players to sell ships in the background while using carrier management. Okay. I think allowed is a funny way of saying that, right? Like yeah. somebody may have accidentally sold a ship in the background without realizing it, but yeah. it's just a funny phrasing, right? Um, this one here is what trips me out 
I, I want to meet the, if, if you're one of the people out there who is doing the weird things to figure out ways, different ways to do mining stuff, please message us so that we can get you on the show so we can figure out how you <laughs> yeah. figure this shit out. Um, because this one here is stopped depleted motherload asteroids from respawning when a player flies a ship launch fighter beyond its maximum limit. Yeah. Who 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 the fuck figured that out? Who brings their SLF mining and then figured this crap out? Anyway, whatever. Moving well, on. I, I know I know I wouldn't know when the when the last fighter bug was discovered, a, a lot of people stuck them on uh mining ships so they could right. you know take advantage of it. But I th- would think that a lot of people when they fixed the bug stripped them out, but apparently there's some guy out there going, No, 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 I got one more. I got one more. <laughs> I on, honestly, I think at this point, because of little things like this that happen, people fly out there with just random shit to try to figure out how to right. yeah. reset it. You know, because because then you can exploit it. You know, whatever uh, for however long, if you can figure out a way to get that to reset. Okay, you know, uh, logging to menu doesn't do it. Logging to desktop doesn't do it. All right, let's shoot it with a fighter let's shoot it with a probe but you know i i think that that's the point that we're at because mm-hmm. it, it is a large community that mines and i guarantee you they they go out there with every freaking possibility yeah. of yeah. stuff you can do for sure sanity all right so the other little bit little bit of news uh before we get to the big news um so yesterday um and I'm 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 going I'm going to read part of this, and then we're going to read the little questions afterwards. Okay. Um, from Paul, Paul from Paul Crother, uh said, "Greetings, Commander. Says you will have seen the events today, um, which we'll talk about in just a sec. Is and I know it's a little out of order here, so bear with me. There's reasons why I'm doing this." Um, He's talking about the Galnet post. Uh, the community development teams have been constantly reviewing the feedback that's been shared by you. We all understand the importance of this content to the community, and we appreciate your incredible patience. We've been putting necessary focus on Odyssey. To ensure that focus continues, we have assembled a dedicated new team to ensure that content like CGs, bonus weekends, and, of course, Galnet are back in the game. It is with great pleasure that today we share with you a glimpse of our plans, some of which you already have seen roll into action today. Um, and then this kind of leads into the fact that we had a Galnet news article drop, which is about terrorist attacks on Imperial starports. But <clears throat> the stations I'll, are burning again. Yeah. Uh, one, yeah. one thing I do want to. I want to slide in real quick if I can find yeah. where I put it. Uh, at the end of the Galnet article, the neo-Marlinist use of portable military-grade explosives is unprecedented, suggesting an increase in resources. That is the end of the article. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, these are... Well, anyway, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is this is the the start of. I think if Ty keeps reading, yes, right. 
All right, so today's Galnet article is the first piece of a new multi-arc narrative set to extend beyond the launch of Odyssey into 2022, so two years out, uh, featuring new plot threads and some returning favorites. He misspelled, misfav- he's misspelled favorites, although it's spelled the way that Europeans spell it. They're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this galactic uh, story will be shaped by you, our players, to ensure that it reflects the living game of Elite Dangerous. If you're wondering what that means, you can expect Galnet, community goals, bonus and seasonal events, an ongoing multi-arc narrative expending, extending beyond the launch of Odyssey into 2022, opportunities to reshape corporations and markets, and the potential to change the diplomatic landscape of the galaxy as we know it. There will be twists and turns, excitement, opportunities to make your mark, and, of course, bountiful rewards. We're excited to continue rolling this out, and we can't wait to see how you get involved. In addition to the announcements for for in-game content, we'd also like to take the opportunity today to answer some questions. So we're going to stop Let's get into it. We're we're, going to stop at the questions thing. So number one. This is the narrative that I have been wanting them to go into. This is the odyssey that I have been kind of wanting. This is, this is it. Please give me more of this. Uh, Galnet's back. They're talking about community goals coming back. Bonus and seasonal events. Awesome. Um, and this right here. The potential, the potential to change the dip, diplomatic landscape of the galaxy. We've already kind of had that a little bit with, uh, I can't think of the name of the faction, but the faction getting Yuri Garam into the game and, you know, having a whole new power player because of that. I think that this is basically saying, hey, we could, we as players will have the ability to change power play. Like we could take some people out of power play. Like maybe we could finally get rid of all the Imperials and it'll just be the Federation, you know? Um, okay, maybe not that, but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, you know, I think that that's what they're telling us here, that, we're, that what we do now and into the future will have bearing on what happens with Odyssey and Power Play. I think that this is the Power Play and this is me just speculating. Go ahead. So, so you know how uh, when you're feeling really down, I kind of try to pump you back up and, and say, "Hey, man, like let's let's stay, let's keep some perspective here. There's a lot good going on. Let's wait and see. Let's let's not get yeah. too, too." So, I think I I think my role is to bring you back to center. <laughs> so now now you're wildly you're wildly overexcited yes. about bit, something yeah. that that is probably minimal. Um, you know, changing the political in the galaxy. Um, I, I, I'm thinking about like the, the Golconda, like, is, is it going to be a federal station or is it going to be an Imperial station? And it's not going to be an Alliance station because their rescue ship is parked like way too far away and nobody's going to do that. (laughs) That that's (laughs) the kind of thing I'm imagining. Like it's a CG and depending on the winner, a station will appear that will be aligned to either power faction you know that's kind of that's kind of more in the zone of what i'm thinking rather than delete a power play i think power plays should be able to be deleted but i don't think it's going to happen go ahead let me let me jump in a a couple things with this 
I love the fact that this is, you know, we're getting some story. It seems as though they've redirected some resources to start building a story. This could have been in the plans all along to build up to Odyssey. The, the only bullet point they have there, the ongoing multi-act narrative, narrative extending beyond the launch of Odyssey into 2022. They're jumping to 2022. You realize that tomorrow is... 9-11-2020, I'm scared enough about surviving tomorrow. I, I, I'm not looking oh. forward to 2022. So let's, let's, just, let's, just, let's just take this one step at a time and see what they do. We have some burning stations again. We've had burning stations before. Now it was a terrorist attack and what that means. Yes, there's power play implications as to what they're doing, but even uh, their explanation of what this is, you know, there's political implications and you have everything going on. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm super happy that we have some stuff going on. I'm eager to see where it develops. So I'm like right in the middle of, of uh, uh, tracks trying to calm Ty down and Ty <laughs> thinking that sliced bread has been reinvented in 20 and 3306. I'm, I'm right in the middle. I'm like, I like it. I, I'm not like dashing out there to, you know, rescue people from a burning station because i've done that before i mean they didn't do anything new here other than bring back something that they took away from us this would be like the day they bring back vr wait that's coming up in a little bit but you know getting super excited about something that they took away so i'm i'm reserving judgment and we'll we'll see where we go and i hope that this is a sign that now they've got a team that is working on story in cgs or I eyes, you know, see, whatever they're going to call them these days. Let's let's move forward and see. That's see, right. Got he said that. Community yeah. goals. See, instead see. of interstellar initiatives. And I didn't. I didn't so mean to sound I, like know, I wasn't excited I, we'll about Yana and stuff coming back. I super am. Community goals or whatever they're called are awesome, and it makes for people to actually interact in the game in more ways than just a whatever system has a good mining price. Yep. It, it, the other thing with this, to yeah. me, Amen. that's important. Um, is a dedicated new team. So number one, and correct me if I'm wrong here, I think that Michael Brooks was pretty much, uh, I don't want to say head of the lore team, but I mean, for lack of a better way to put it, there was a lore team that was in Elite at one point. And about two, three years ago, uh, they were all split off to do different projects. Uh, and, I think Michael Brooks got sick and he had to take a leave of absence. But when he came back, I think he started working on other things. But I'm not the biggest guy on on uh, FDev personnel and where they're at. So if I'm wrong about that, please correct me. But uh, for them to say that they now have a dedicated team to do this, you know, they can't really change the tools that they have to work with right now because everybody's working on Odyssey and they have tools there. It's not so much, yeah, this one here was a small one, and yeah, who really cares? Because all we're doing is moving people off a stage, and we've already done that a thousand times. Okay, you're right, but a dedicated new team to work on this for at least the next two years, yep. to me, is basically saying, hey, you know what? We're investing in this for the next two years. We're, this we're is dedicated. what we asked for. Right. This is it. And... They may not have the you know the yeah. tools now to do some of the stories that I would like to see, but that doesn't mean they won't have them in Odyssey. And uh, oh man, I just can't wait. I'm I'm super excited now. Uh, I was 
very much uh, low to middle of the road on Odyssey. I just was not that excited about it. I didn't really want to have an FPS in my space, my space game. The way I thought they were going to do it was just kind of meh. And everything starting Monday until today, I'm a complete 180 on Odyssey. I'm, it cannot get here fast enough. Just give me the shit now. I don't care. If it, does, it broke a shit, just give it to me. I'll, I'll play it. Let's do it. Ty, Ty doesn't speak for all of us as far as the giving it to us broken part. But yeah, very <laughs> excited. Don't mean to cut in. Crash oh, boosted did our Discord server twice. Oh. Thanks, oh, man. Of them. Yeah, oh, just thanks, ran. Yeah. I just noticed in general. A, just, yeah, I think he nice might have job, done Crash. Once. Good job. Yeah. Just posted oh, the yep. server two times, awesome. is what it says. And Thank you. Really cool, man. Wow. Nice work, man. I, no. I, I, did, I didn't mean to interrupt your, your loving of everything that's happening to mention that, but I yeah, thought it was worth man, mentioning. Thank you so. so much for that, Crash. That's. I. I. I don't know what to say to that. Thank you. So that's that's a hell yeah. of a member yeah. of the community. All right. He's always so, around. So, Good guy. Um, All right. All they right. Carry have on. some carry specific on. things here. Uh, some questions that they are answered in this. I want to go through them real quick. Um, yeah, I've we do. The, <laughs> All right. I've heard it, the most important one is the last one. So, we'll, but we'll come back to that. Um, I've heard the term organics used in relation to Odyssey. Does this mean so? Th- we'll this is just to, to format. This is an FAQ. Yeah. So he's going to read right, like right, right, like right. They, like we're asking F Dev and so on, and then they're answering. Yeah, yeah. I should have I should have prefaced it. So the question is is you know like players asking in forums and stuff. So yeah, I, I didn't pre- I didn't. Good job, host. <laughs> <laughs> So, question. I've heard the term organics used in relation to Odyssey. Does this mean we'll see life beyond just plants? Answer. The thin atmospheres we're unlocking in Elite Dangerous Odyssey are inhospitable inhospitable environments incapable of supporting human or typical animal life. That being being said, the array of organics discoverable in-game extends beyond traditional plant life or flora. Some of the organics found are more fungal or chemosynthetic bacterial in nature, and others would sit well outside of any Earth classification system. These could, in scientific terms, be considered fauna, but not in the, in the traditional sense of the word, and we want to be clear on what to expect in-game based around the thin, thin atmospheres that will be unlocked. In summary, we use the term organics because this is a more representative and more accurate term for what commanders may discover. So I think that basically means we're not going to get a T-Rex running around. So, Yeah. Yeah, but I think yep. that also says that we yep. could get a feed Seymour <laughs> situation. <laughs> I think that that literally is basically them saying, hey, you know what? We There's things out there, but we're not going to be specific because we want to kind of keep it where number one, we're Absolutely. not sure what's going to be out there. And number two, we want you to discover it. So I'm very, yeah, uh, it, yeah. It, very, very interesting. It, it's intriguing for sure. I, I, I like, I like where they're going. Question. Uh, how many different organics are present in Odyssey? Answer. There will be a huge eight. variety. Yeah. Eight. At least eight. <laughs> there will be 42. a huge variety of organics available to discover in Odyssey with a large number of core species and further variants and subspecies planned for day one. 
Now, let me stop there for just a second. Um, planned for day one. I think that basically is kind of alluding to that. They have plans for day 30, day 90, day yeah. 180. Uh, That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they go on to say the generation of these will take into account numerous factors, including the compositional makeup of the planet, atmosphere, along with their geographical placement on that body. So that's that's yeah. that last part's interesting to me. Well, this this is what we expect because it's it's uh, it's the iteration of what we have currently. This is how they mm-hmm. do things in this game, uh, but wow. it's a confirmation of that. So that's good. But. Well, yeah, because we're, we're being told these are procedurally generated, mm-hmm. just like everything else. They're gonna have they're gonna have random stuff. So you know, their geological, uh, geographical placement. You know, mm-hmm. there's gonna be cold mm-hmm. weather plants, warm weather plants. You know, North South Pole, and uh, yeah, it's 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 it shows the thought right. that they put into everything. And, they and you can so figure I, out the you can crack the code. You know, you can figure out what factors are determining where they're gonna show up and know where to look. Yeah. Yeah, Professor Awan. No, no, no. Yeah. Professor Awan, Awan, can, he, he, <laughs> exactly. he can crack the code One and tell us where to go code. look. All right. All right. So, um, <laughs> yes, yes. Question, will Odyssey's planetary improvements be applied to existing landable planets without atmospheres? Answer, yes. The <laughs> well, I was I was not clear on this. Um, let me finish reading it. So, yes, okay. the improvements to Odyssey's planetary tech will be applied to our entire galaxy simulation. So, planets without an atmosphere will be more breathtaking than ever. Also, nice little pun there. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say any planet <laughs> yeah. without an atmosphere they, would be breathtaking. Well that by is definition. All right. Uh, that's good to me because I was not sure that I was on the. I was really thinking that it was going to be like a divisional line between the different types of planets. Like these are horizon planets and these are odyssey planets, but that's not the case. Good shit. Next question. Will atmospheres be breathable in odyssey? Answer the thin atmospheres you encounter. (laughs) No, this is a game. (laughs) Won't be. (laughs) (laughs) Won't be breathable by humans. So you'll have to carefully manage your suit and air supply to ensure your survival. More on this to come. So, um, let me just say, this is like a, a no duh situation. Obviously, if you're in your yep. ship, you've got a fuel level that you run out yep. and you have, yeah, you can't breathe anymore. If you're in your SRV, you run out of fuel, you can't breathe anymore and you die. I agree. That was going to be the same question. thing. And we, we, yeah, and we knew that it was thin atmosphere, so we knew we weren't going to be walking around without our suits. So this was kind of a, a I'm not going to say a dirty question. It kind of was. <laughs> However, I think, was. I think the way that they were, I think the way that they answered this is interesting because the way they answered it is basically saying to ensure your survival. I think that basically means that they might be implementing some survival survival game elements maybe not like eating and drinking and crap but maybe like a heat and cold management thing like could be. you get could like be. you know too cold of area uh, I, I i i could see that but i think it's more just you're yeah. gonna have a gauge on your arm and you need to know that yeah. you need to get back yeah. to your ship before mm-hmm. you run out of air arm wow. gauges or srv yeah. or whatever it may be <laughs> uh, hollow hud on the inside of your helmet thank you <laughs> 
Oh. Uh, I want to oh. look at my arm. HUD. Everybody knows. Everybody knows oxygen supplies are on your Definitely arm. Definitely want to look. One button will do. It'll bring up your arm, so you can yeah, be like, "All right, there's some fuel level slash, you know, the temperature." Yep. Actually, I have a probe inserted. You know, you just thing, like I believe it was what? on Apollo. They actually looked down at their chest plates to see their oxygen levels. Like they, yeah. like they can't actually see them. They have to have a little mirror on their arm to look, look at, look at. Right. They had a mirror. Uh, <laughs> Ignorance anyway, is bliss. Um, Go on. Question: I noticed there are different suits shown in the dev diary. Are these available to all commanders? Answer. Yes, there are just a couple of these are just a couple of the designs that will be available to all commanders, regardless of body type. We just chose to show commanders with different loadouts. There's going to be suits for fat <laughs> doing is making my it. commander right. as fat as possible. So, uh, <laughs> I don't even know if you can even do that. I don't know if you can mess with the bodies. I don't think you can. Um, Update anyway. to hollow me for the sake of having a whole body now. It's probably for, <laughs> um, phrasing. You know, years in the future, they can just like you know give me some pills and let me get rid of that. You know that's what I think. All right, all right. Question: How many yeah. types Amen. of suits will there be? So let me just stop there for one second before I read the answer. I hate how many. I hate questions about hey, how many suits are there going to be? They're not going to tell us. They're never going to tell us <laughs> until the day it drops. They could have two suits playing. They're not going to tell us until it drops. It it does feel pretty unimportant. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I th- think think about it. Uh, they can uh, procedurally generate four hundred billion systems. I think they could come up with a bunch of different suits in the last second as they move forward. So yeah, I, I, I well, agree. Well, the, the, the number of suits uh, is irrelevant. The, the question does add information though, right? Or right, the answer? Right, right. Yeah. So so the answer. So how many top suits will it be? Answer, while we can't share an exact number just yet, we confirm there will be a variety of suits in Odyssey. Their differences will extend beyond cosmetic changes with different suits specialized for different gameplay activities. Okay, so that basically means that there's going to be loadouts for your suit. Yeah, the suit, it's like a ship. And uh, honestly, most people already assume that. I I just... Yeah, but... That was a a big thing. I I think... I think it right. could have been it could have been to the effect where like the suit itself is a cosmetic and then the loadout is the equipment that you attach to it. But I, I think it right. sounds like it's going the other way where it's like I want a suit that has this loadout, so I purchased this suit. Right. It, I think it it could also be like, well, this is a this is a suit for cold environments and this is a suit for hot environments. No, it could be. Yeah. Seriously, the next question just I'm just what were you saying? Hey, the desk. Go ahead, read this it. This is a suit for exploration. This is a suit for combat. Oh yeah, yeah. The different kinds of suits. Yeah, that's kind of a good point. I wonder. I wonder how. Like, wonder if we're have like different kinds of combat. Like a oh my god, stealth suit. Well, th- <laughs> stealth this is suit. How, this is how I took it, right? More, more. Right. More armor slots, more more oxygen because yeah. you want to go exploring longer. Yeah. Dif- um, different optics you know, or there's, something. There's all kinds of things that they could come into. Yeah. 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 That's how I'm taking it. Yeah. So the last question logical. here is, will the suits have a flashlight? All suits <laughs> come equipped with a flashlight for exploration. More on this later. So first of all, um, uh, think about this for just a minute. Head. 
They come equipped the flashlight. Does that mean we're not going to have night vision? Or are we going to have flash? We uh, could have our yep, ships have yep. a flashlight and night That's vision. Good point. So anyway, um, the thing about this question that irritates me is that um, I believe the first time I saw a flashlight in a video game was Half-Life 1. Um, I don't remember it being mm, anywhere okay. before that. Um and uh, it, I, I never will forget crawling through a tube or a air duct and then having a uh, crab uh, leaping at my face and scaring the shit out of me. Um, but all I could think of when I read this was, yeah, it's going to have a flashlight or some way to see in the dark. I mean, I, I, it, it anyway. So if, yeah, I feel like a realistic interpretation of this is there are some questions that the community has been asking over and over and over again. And then there are a few random details that they also wanted to add and they needed only justify it as though it had been asked to them maybe once in order to add that information, right? Like, like whatever, that was clearly the, the, the flashlight the is there a flashlight thread that has 76 pages of worth of posts does not exist, um, but they wanted to tell us there's a flashlight. So, okay, great. Yeah. I just kind of assumed that there would be a flashlight or night vision. I didn't even, yeah. didn't even think there would be anything. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we have whole planets. We have moons that are in complete darkness. Like they, they're, they're tidal locks. So half of the planet's in complete darkness. Your ship has lights. Your SRV has lights. Your fighter has lights. Why would this was a concern of no one, but now it's yeah. confirmed. So we're fine. Anyway. Anyway. Um all right. We're up to the big stuff now, y'all. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for the big stuff? Tracks, do you wanna do you wanna well hold on, hold on. Let's talk about the one talk about <laughs> the one kind of letdown thing, and then we'll talk about the one big positive thing. So the one kind of letdown thing. Is so Arthur told me at Wednesday uh, posted a little thing about ship interiors and VR. We'll come back to the VR thing. So ship interiors, uh, another topic we know players keen. We know players keen for more information on is around ship interiors, and we wanted to clarify our position on this. While Odyssey should gonna okay. While Odyssey will see players explore a wide range of on and off-world locations, including ship interiors, station 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 interiors. God, including station interiors, ship interiors will not be included at launch. We understand that the bond between Commander and Starship is incredibly strong and know this will be disappointing news for some. However, we believe it is right to invest our development time in locations and features which offer the most meaningful experience and gameplay for all players. Rest assured that Odyssey will offer a great variety of long-requested locations to explore both on land and in space, which we'll be sharing more details around very soon. All right. So, number one, um, while I have been kind of of the mindset that I don't really know what all you could do in a ship interior beyond vanity stuff and some small uh, multi-crew things, 
Um, I, I have wanted my ship interior, so this is a little disappointing. But they did say at launch, so they're coming. Or at least, you know, we think they will they'll be flushed out at some point. Sure. Um, but this does mean that we're going to get a teleport similar to the SRV in the fighter. You know, you'll hit mm-hmm. a little thing, a little animation will play, and you'll teleport outside your, your ship. A little disappointing. But, but, I don't even know beyond, like, I feel like I would spend five minutes walking around my vet and then be like, all right, done with that. Get back in and fly off. Like, I don't see me being in my vet a whole lot. Um, perfect example is Star Citizen. What, you know, what little bit of Star Citizen I've played. Uh, it's kind of cool to walk around your ship, but about five, ten minutes later, you're flying in space and don't even care about walking around your ship. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of disappointing, but, uh, you know, whatever. You know, what do y'all think? Well, ship interiors, for me, like, you know, I've said it would be interesting if it was a vanity item, an ARC spy item, so that we could do it and they didn't add gameplay to it. And I I don't know how much I would pay to, you know, get to walk around my favorite ship and have a bar and yeah, living quarters and bring multi-crew, have you guys, we could be doing this show from inside. <laughs> Sitting the, around the table. The galley of your, yeah, sitting around the table of your Corvette right now if we had ship interiors. And, you know, we could invite listeners, guests could come sit, you Mm. know, it would be super cool. It's something I wish, even if there's not gameplay, I think it's something that would be super cool. But then you add it as a vanity item. And then you add gameplay later. Do you refund the arcs that people paid for it? So you can't really go that route because if all of a sudden you add, you know, shipboarding, you know, I'm going to, me, me, Trax, and Hate decide to attack your Corvette. And me and Trax are running interference while Hate is launching a boarding ship to get on your ship. So you're deciding whether to shoot at us or defend at the boarding party. You know, there's so many things that you could add. And I understand why it's so difficult for them to add it, because how do you balance that between a single pilot playing and a group of people doing something? You know, it, it's the, the game is just so complex. So I understand all of that. And while I'm disappointed, I won't get to walk around my ship. I understand why. But the fact that they recreated our entire fucking galaxy and they can't do those things, you know, they they exceeded my expectations Mm -hmm. so much by creating this game to begin with that I'm always disappointed (laughs) when they can't do something. You know what I'm saying? That's a funny way of putting it. That's my take. I also... I'm of the opinion that it it is cool to walk around the ship and to not have the teleport would be kind of neat, right? Um, but I don't think that's where the most significant part of the gameplay would be, and so I don't think that's where it deserves the focus. But it sounds to me like it's all you know, all in due time kind of thing. Yeah. If they keep this game going for the next thirty years, yeah. all this stuff will be in here eventually, <laughs> right? I mean, we got to accept that. But it would it would take the constant adding big chunks. And for me, Odyssey now has become, they're adding this whole being able to walk around thing. That's a game loop that they're adding that wasn't there before. And if you look down the line, it's they were going to have to add that yeah. eventually. 
if they want this to be this all-encompassing, we can explore our galaxy. That's where I, this expansion to me seems like a huge stepping stone to just increasing mm-hmm. the amount of shit we can do in the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, you want to jump in on that? Hold on. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I want to say is going to come up later. So let's continue. All right. All right. All right. So now for the cool thing, because we finally have some definition and some information about VR and Odyssey. And um, I'm going to read it. This is, again, Arthur told me. And uh, we'll talk about it afterwards. Greetings, Commanders. We hope you enjoyed our first Dev Diary release and stream. It was our pleasure to bring you the latest news in Odyssey, and needless to say, we can't wait to share more info, yada, yada, yada. We are aware that there are lots of questions community. We'll bring you a more detailed FAQ for these very soon. We felt it was right to update you on a couple of the most discussed topics, specifically around VR and ship interiors. So... VR and Elite Dangerous Odyssey. We understand that our VR players are keen to know more about how the transition and gameplay will work in Odyssey in VR. With that in mind, we would like to share our current plan for how that will work. In Odyssey, players will be able to fly down to planets, fly through atmospheres, drive along planets in their SRVs, all while remaining in VR. When disembarking your ship or SRV, players will be presented with a projected flat game screen in their VR headset in order to continue on foot. Players will, of course, be able to remove headsets if they so choose, but this will not be a requirement to continue your adventure. There will be no requirement to boot between Horizons and Odyssey in order to continue your journey. We understand that VR is a big part of Elite Dangerous and a feature that holds a dedicated and passionate community. However, we do strongly believe that VR should only be enabled for on-foot gameplay when we have an experience that truly matches the same quality bar that we set for our cockpits. That said, we do hope that this implementation will allow our VR players the best possible transition between their VR experience and exploration on foot. Yeah. Could not have asked for a better thing. Um, well, okay. Okay. I mean, the best, well, the best there, thing would there be... There is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. We, we, th- this is the answer that I th- wanted and thought was a realistic thing to want, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I, well, all right, I'm talking already, so I'll just... No, go ahead, so, go ahead. So... Um, I feel like two things, two thoughts that I've had are confirmed, uh, and that's the issue is controllers, right? Mm-hmm. That's the real issue with VR. It, I, I think at least at least that's a significant part of the issue is the controllers. Um, obviously, their game engine already runs in VR and, and so on. It's it's about it's about controllers, um, and and maybe getting up out of your chair. Um, and it's not like a transition. It's not like, but what about the teleport and stuff like the teleport's happening anyway. So, um, anyway, 
The other thing that I think it confirms for me is, and, and this is like everything we've been talking about tonight, like all the way back to Galnet, is once again, and this has happened so, so many times, it proves that they do listen to us, even if they're mm-hmm. pretending they don't for months. <laughs> um, you know, they do listen and they just, they just don't tell us until they're totally sure. There is, there's no way that they wouldn't have said this months ago when they first said VR not at launch. And then there was that other sort of like, we had, we had some kind of like personal communiques that were like, we're just not sure where the demarcation is right now. Like, I totally believe that. And I totally believe that like a couple of days ago, it, it became set in stone that this is where they can put the demarcation point at launch. And they told us pretty well as soon as they could. I think that. And I just, I think they deserve the benefit of the doubt. And this is just more confirmation to me. And this has happened so many times. And, and now it's happening again. Like, so, you know, they have my confidence. I believe they're doing what they can to make it as best as they can. And I'm pleased. I'm pleased. I, I was not going to buy it if I couldn't play in VR at all. And I'm totally happy with like the screen inside of my headset thing. Like mm-hmm. that's fine. And I'll, and I'll be even happier when we, we finally are able to integrate motion controllers and get off of that projected screen. Um, but as long as I can play in VR day one buy for sure. The only thing that I'm still checking on is, is how I'm going to purchase because I, and I don't, there's probably some people out there like me. I play on Oculus and I also have a steam install on mm-hmm. one account. Um, because I got like partner keys for those things back when you could do that. Um, and I asked support and the answer right now is we don't know yet. Um, so stay tuned, I guess, for more info on how does, how should one purchase the update if you are trying to run it in Oculus and on Steam? Because I obviously don't think I need to buy it twice, but I, you know, so we'll see. Yeah. Well, you know, um, so I'm, I'm actually kind of in the same boat because I, I do the same thing you do with Steam and Odyssey, but uh, that goes back to when uh, the Steam, I'm sorry, uh, the Oculus store was kind of first launching. And they were, if you had it on Steam, you could uh, go to your front FDev account, log in, then you get an Oculus key. Yeah. And that's what I got did. it. And I don't think you can do that anymore. No, after after September of last year, they're no longer offering that, and you have to use Steam VR. Right. Which I'll be honest with you, I've used both just for a comparison purpose. I don't see much of a performance hit on the uh, Steam VR side. Uh, Maybe someone with a lower end card would. I don't know. Yeah, it it may have improved. I I did see like a big significant change, um, but that was on a. Uh, card that's kind of low end for VR, so and that was early in Steam VR's yeah, that's uh, right iteration, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it might have improved. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I want to jump in on this just a little bit. Uh, there's there's this week has been with information dump bringing Galnet back. They've done a a great job of getting excitement back, and then. VR, you know, all of a sudden they've given us this demarcation point. And, and now this whole, they'll project a flat screen in VR. Is there any other I game that does that? I don't even know a game that you, 
jump between the two like that. It's 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 kind of crazy that you know to me that's that's completely new. That's when when we had I mean I think we talked about mm -hmm. this months ago. You know the fact that well maybe they can go to flat screen and I was <laughs> I kind of blew that off. I'm like that would just be asinine. And then that's what they, they there are with. apps I'm that like, do this. What um, that there are like you know mute movie viewing apps where you're sort of. Well, I know that there's movie viewing apps, but you don't go from 3D well, full VR to flat no. But there, but there are apps that interaction. Will, do you? Uh, that that are like VR hacks that will turn a 2D game into a VR a game that you can play in VR. And you know, sometimes it's projecting it on a screen. Sometimes it's projecting it on a screen with a stereoscopic effect. If you can hack the game engine in the right way, yeah. yeah so I, I think I've, this is I've all like that. this. Yeah. this thing kind of like this idea exists. I mean, a game probably wouldn't do this if they didn't need to as a stopgap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, now uh, other than it being a new interesting concept that they're they're pulling out, you know, that to make it I I'm ecstatic that this is the route they went. I mean, I was worried 2 weeks ago Luke Betterton, you know, one of their game designers came out and said, so on day one, yeah. there won't be any yeah. VR support. That's a quote. You know, so uh, the fact that I'll send two weeks later, I'll send, oh no, there won't be any VR support except for 95% <laughs> of the game. You know, it, it it's like, okay. Um, so uh, that it, this goes back to their communication issue. And I'm sure this goes back to when they had that leak and then all of a sudden they just clamped everything down. I, everybody is super excited this week, including myself. I'm happy about all this news we've got. But 90% of this is just them telling us that, oh, mm -hmm. my God, we have a plan. This is what we're planning on doing. Why couldn't they have told us that? I, I have to backpedal this a little bit because a lot of this to me feels like Ty's theory that they're just kind of making up as they go. If they weren't sure where this line was, now they finally decided where that line was. Yeah. So now we'll announce like it, it just came out happy. of testing kind of thing. But uh, just give us, yeah, it's like, oh no, this will work. Let's tell them. So I, I really feel that they are just kind of putting it out there as they can do it. And we just, we need to be patient as. We need to be as patient as yeah. they are as developers because they literally, you know, they've got shit hidden in this game that it takes people forever to find. And they're just patient. They put it out there, wait for us to find it. We need to be patient enough to wait for these answers to come to us and know that, as you said just a few minutes ago, you've developed that faith in them where we are going to get the answers that we want if we just mm. calm down and don't start demanding stuff. So, you know, I, I, I agree. I, it's it just so weird to me that two weeks ago, you know, there won't be any VR right. support now. Oh yeah. There's VR support for everything. Well, and you're, and you're, you're not saying and the other you're, side, you know, of it, you're saying we don't demand of them. Like you're not saying don't tell them what we want because we think they're listening. Yeah. 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 Well, they're definitely listening. They're always listening. I just, I feel bad. I mean, Bruce, Stephen, uh, uh, the punching bags. Oh, you guys, you guys are, they're borderline saints. The, the, the amount of abuse they take from people that, you know, are demanding this, want this, and the kind give of language. This. Why can't that, you, you know, this? this is the worst they, thing that's ever happened to humanity, sort of language. Yeah. Yeah. 
their their job, their job, this is their living. This is what pays their bills is to be like, I can only tell you this much. And I did figure out how to tell you as much as I can without telling you too much because I'm going to get in trouble. And it's it's got to be a difficult job. And I fully understand that. And you're never going to make everybody happy. And every time I hear you guys talking, your guys is uh, – the way you address it is like we understand that it's coming from a place of passion. You guys love this game, and that's why. And once you can get that mindset, you know, that's what they have to do is they just have to realize that people are getting super upset. Just love the game. And they need to figure out how to placate. <laughs> well, placate's probably Satisfy. not the right word. Try to not make them lose their fucking minds. How's that? You know, and and I I just a lot of this stuff, they could have said, "Hey, we're we're hoping to do." I honestly, most reasonable, yeah, like, the world's losing reasonable people. I think, but but most reasonable people, if you tell them, "Dude, we're hoping to do this. We don't know if we can do it. Why not just be you know earnest and and just say that this is what we're hoping to do? And if they can't do if, it, we'll understand. Don't." <laughs> Don't promise it. Just say this is your, what we're trying to do. Your plan is uh, relying understand. on people being reasonable. Yeah, yeah, we're in so, the wrong and, era and for that so, for sure. So, you know, um, so back when the whole Odyssey thing started, I talked with my buddy over at Riot and uh, asked him. I said, "Hey, man, so what's the deal with this VR thing? Why don't we not know more about that?" And that was when he, that's when he kind of revealed to me, well, a lot of developers, like when they're developing, so, cause it's all, it's all modular development. Like, like, like they'll have three or four people that work on this, three or four people work on that. And they, it all plugs in together. And especially look at a game like this. It's an entire wow. galaxy. So they, so they, they have different sense. modules so effectively, on. for lack of a better term, they plug in and they don't necessarily know which ones are going to work which ones are going to make uh or be ready before release uh which ones that uh looked good on paper but when they actually start messing with them they realize that they're just too complicated too clunky too messed up whatever the case may be so um you know they, they i think i think maybe i i led y'all down the wrong path to say that they didn't know what they were doing it was more of a situation where they didn't know what modules they they were going to be able to include. Yeah, it was in it was in yeah. testing. I think something important just came out of testing, and they were like, "Let's write an FAQ." Right. And um, anyway, I, I I agree. I think that it came out, and then they're like, "Oh, this is how we're going to be able to do VR." Think 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 the gods; these people will be happy, or at least you know. Somewhat happy. Yeah, and, uh, and it's exactly what we started squawking. Like, the the reasonable among us, I think, when the VR isn't ready at launch announcement happened months ago, we're like, uh, you know, technical challenges, understand, understand. Can't we just have this? Because we still mm-hmm. want to be able to play. And then and then they turn around and say, this is how we're going to do it. I, I feel yep. extremely heard. I agree. And this, you know, goes to the credit of how much I like frontier um and to be very honest with everybody here uh the way that the odyssey uh dev diary released and the lack of information that was going on and the vr thing i was honestly kind of sitting around going 
I don't know if I'm even really caring about Odyssey right now. I was just kind of meh, you know. I but complete one after this week, complete one eighty. Yeah, I, I was I very we sour. I think we were all just looking for reasons to like Odyssey, and now it's like, hey, here's all the reasons you will. I was like, oh shit, I love this. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're yeah. obviously very invested in this. We love this game. We're doing this. We're not making any money. We're just, uh, you know, we love this game, so we like to get together and talk about it once a week. And the fact that they weren't giving us anything to talk about was getting painful. So this week was was a breath of fresh air. You know, I, I I'm I'm excited. I mean, I still I'm. I live my life cautiously optimistic. I'm a glass half full of um, <laughs> middle of the road whiskey. I'm not a glass half full of good whiskey. It took a lot to get you so, as down as you, you know, were. I, I, I was happy. Yeah, it did. It. I. I really felt like I was just being pulled down. I'm like, why? I. I want to love this. Why can't you give me something? And now well, it, it was a good you know, week for me. The it was a good week. There were two big things that really made me feel like they did a 180. One was the VR thing, and two was the uh, when they when they said uh, we have a, a dedicated team for for lore and uh, our new dedicated team for lore. And I'm just like, okay. You know, I'm you, yep. you, you officially will now get my dollars again. That's the other thing that was directly asked for. I would have rather had a dedicated team, team for, for data, data. but <laughs> oh, Lord. oh, instead of Lord, Star Trek yeah. thing, got it. But <laughs> uh, boom, sorry, bad. Nerd dad, dad joke, joke, sort of nerd dad. Joke, uh, I guess, yeah, I well, that, that's another thing like directly asked for by yeah. a lot of people. And directly listened to, I think. Yep. And I also, I, I really feel like a, a lot of this is, uh, I feel like the stagnation feel of the game was because they kind of had to crawl into their caves to develop. And uh, then we had the virus. I think if the virus hadn't happened, I really think that we would. I think we would have got this information probably two or three months ago. Um, yeah, probably. And I know they said that it didn't, you know, change their release schedule or, or not the release schedule, their uh, development. Prom- yeah, but promotional. With the yeah, fact that we didn't really testing and stuff. About, yeah, with the fact that we didn't have a Gamescom, with the fact that they didn't have the community events, and we didn't really have a uh, LaveCon. I mean, you can't tell me that didn't affect things. Uh, I know. We've been we've been talking about this for months and months and months. I still think that shitty leak they had back in the day is what caused it, their fear did to release nobody information. Any favors. And, and here's the thing about this: when it comes to video games and leaks, I'm a huge believer. It does number one. It does the development company no favors. It followed very closely by all you're really doing is fucking the players. If you have information on a video game and you release it, you are fucking the players and you don't even realize it because you think you're, oh, I got this little thing. I'm going to show everybody well, what you're actually doing when you do that. You're making it to where the development team, it's harder for them to give you to, to give out information. Um, last year at BlizzCon, 
um, I can't think of his name right now. He gets up on stage and he's like, oh man, I'm so excited to show you all this. But then I checked uh, a Reddit this morning and every single video that we were going to show here is already out. Bummer. Yeah. And he, he, he basically just, he, womp, he womp. basically just kind of had the attitude of, man, I, well, you, you guys knows what's up. So here's the video. And he, you could just tell he didn't want to be there. Now, do you, you think he walked back from BlizzCon back to his office and started working on the game that he was supposed to be working on with like, oh, man, those guys really loved what we did. I'm so excited about it. We can blah, 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 blah. No, he walked back to his office going, well, they they, they seen it. Yep. Man, don't really give a shit now. So I'm a huge believer of leaks when it comes to things do nobody any favors. And I really think even though I have been kind of promoting the leak a little bit to going back to always uh, 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 episode one of this game of the show uh, is one of those things where it's like, it's kind of like, I don't want to promote the leak. I don't, but when it's already out and everybody knows about it, you can't not talk about it, you know? So, right. uh, It's like nobody leaked it to us and we didn't make the call. Right. And then it became news. So shoot, now what am I going to do? Right. So it's it's. Um, I I I think you're. I think if you're uh, leaking information like that, you're just kind of a piece of shit. So sorry. That's my that's my two cents. Hey, you were going to say something. We've been talking for a while now, man. Um. Yeah. Uh. During arts. Uh. uh forum post on Wednesday at ten a.m. He put a very loaded line into the second to last paragraph, uh, the excerpt. Uh, Rest assured, the Odyssey will offer a great variety of long-requested locations to explore, both on land and in space. There's that permanent Uh graveyard that I am super stoked just to go float around in. Interesting. Uh, Earth's moon? Luna, you can go outside, look at it like right now, and you know it's it's in the game mm-hmm. right now with Odyssey. In theory, the rules state that you should be able to land on it, but it's permit locked. Right. I I'm Just, very interested in going and visiting both of those locations. And okay, now now last week we talked about. I I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but last week I talked about if Luna became available, you know that. Uh, Armstrong moment where you step on the surface of the moon and you can look up and see the earth. If I can just land my ship on the moon and look up and see the earth, that's it. It gives us that because yeah. that's what they're saying with VR. We can land our ship. We can go on ISRV. It gives us, I, I know I'm not going to step out of the module and stand on the planet and look up, but at least in VR, I can be on the surface of the moon and look at the earth. I So yes, Release the could be. I mean, all that Armstrong language in the video, you know, could be. So something to keep in mind. Um, I believe it was at a LaveCon, uh, 2016, 2017, somewhere around there. They, uh, talked about that the moon was being worked on because they wanted to have custom things there. Uh, which I support having custom things there because 13 years in the future, the moon is inhabited. I mean, there are cities on the moon. Uh, what? 
Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm just kidding. So the theory was, was that we were going to have a custom-made moon shortly there, or come out shortly thereafter, LaveCon, and we are three, four years down the road, and we don't have it. But you kind of have to put that with, you know, ice planets. You have to put that with uh, comets, uh, planetary accretion disks that they've all talked about and have not come to fruition. Yeah. I, I, also, su- I also kind of think that, like, as 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 uh, uh, iconic as the as Earth's moon is, it is one location to custom make versus right. working on perfecting the procedural generation of things that are going to propagate across the galaxy. Yeah. Um, I'd be okay with them doing just just a, just a little spot you can land on. Let me land close to the Apollo Eleven. Uh, landing site have the have like a museum for lack of a better term there, and then let me let me look at it. That's 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 my thing. So yeah. Anyway, uh, where else? Um, I I really like what they've done with uh, the news coming out this week. And my one complaint is that it's a lot of information at once. And there's still a lot of time between here and the release of Odyssey. Um, do we, th- so, so the last thing I want to ask you guys, does anybody have, we've kind of talked about it before, but with this new information, do we want to adjust our release windows? as to when we think Odyssey will be out. Let me, let me go two two fronts on this. First, let, let's just talk about uh, yeah. handcrafting the moon. I want to jump in. The moon is 14.6 million square miles of surface <laughs> you, have to, you have to cover. If you're going to hand... No hand, wonder it's hand, taking them so that. long. The state of Texas... The state of Texas is 268,000. So just think <laughs> about that for a minute. That the moon is You think Texas is, is ginormous. I just want to throw that if they're Yeah, the moon is way bigger. I just want to throw that in there cuz I like taking shots at it. It's Texas. okay, it's a big target. Um but um but release date I I'm not thinking about adjusting release date with all the information we got here. I'm more thinking about other shit we may be getting in Odyssey because this was a lot of stuff that we had no idea that we were hoping might happen. I'm more curious what other stuff is going to be in Odyssey because, as you said, it's a long time. Let's just say, you know, there's first quarter of of 2021. This is going to come out. Let's say it comes out January 1st, the first day. That still gives most, you know, over half the month of September, October, November, December. So three and a half, three and two thirds months. Still, if they're going to release just stuff going forward here, they could release a whole lot of shit between now and then that's part of this game. And that's where my hopes is not pushing release date back. I'm more just, they've got a lot of time to work on this. And I'm still in the assumption that uh, I'm using the presumption that it's going to be later than 
than January. I think February or March is is more realistic. But then again, I I've been wrong many, 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 <laughs> many, many times, and I will be wrong many, many, many times again. So I, I'm not saying that I'm right. I if it comes out sooner, amen, brother, I'm happy. But I think that as far as continuing to give us information, I'm hoping what they gave us this week wasn't like, here's a big cheeseburger to keep you satisfied for the next two months. I'm hoping this is like, here's a taste more to come, you know? So I, I, I'm more excited about what else we're going to see. Yeah. Uh, it, it really doesn't matter when it comes out so long as they're still feeding us content. Are you referring to like Galnet and stuff starting back up Uh, or like dev diaries? Both are going to be asset similar load, similarly loaded assets for them Mm -hmm. to Yes. Cause fiscal quarters and Gregorian quarters are different quarters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're using big words. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to go with the fact (laughs) I'm going to go with the fact that, uh, Galnet started up now. Today, we got new burning stations, new Galnet article, and everything else. This isn't uh, Odyssey stuff. They're feeding us shit now to do in-game to get us primed for Odyssey. So that's where I'm excited is keep it coming. Give us more news. Give us more Galnet. Give us more burning stations or whatever you want to give. Oh my God, there's a new Guardian location that was discovered. Whatever you're going to give us, keep giving us stuff to keep us excited and bringing people back to the game that have been logged off for the last God notes, however long. Yeah, I I totally agree with all that. I, I have confidence that there will be you know, more more dev diaries and stuff like that in the meantime. No idea when it's coming out, but I'm sure in spite of monthly or bi-monthly videos, we will still not know the extent of the content that will eventually release. Agreed. Agreed. Until when? Three weeks before? Day of. Six weeks before? There's going to be stuff in there they before, haven't told us day and of. that will be discovered. Wow. That's the way they do it. Isn't that what we just learned on Tuesday? That's what, that's oh, what they I, do. I, yeah. They'll tell us all kinds of stuff, and then we're going to find yeah. things. So, um, Truth. Okay, so they announced uh, Horizon. Uh in August of 2015, and they released it in December of 2015. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's 2015. Was that World War Two or World War One? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that's right. I've just lost track of time so bad. I don't know Vietnam War. <laughs> So long ago. You're confusing the shit out of me. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Googling intensifies. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So anyway, um, a point to saying that is that there was four months of of pre-order time. Now, pre-order time is key into the way that games are sold. Now, the reason why this is, is because they effectively bank and invest the money that they earn during pre-order video game time. So, they 
Now, most countries, it is illegal to allow a game to be pre-ordered longer than six months. So uh, there's some exceptions to that. Like if you allow certain refunds, uh, Kickstarter campaigns are different, things like that. Um, But uh, for the most part, the magic number is six months. So, but we're going to use elites, our frontiers, four month scale. So um, everybody's been, uh, I've been told by uh, several other people that they think that because originally the release was going to be December and uh, the rumor floating around is that, well, uh, it only pushed it back a week or two. So it's going to be early January. I don't think so because I think if it was early January, Odyssey would be available for pre-order right now at the beginning of September. And because, you know, October, November, December, January, that would be the fourth month. I think this game goes on pre-order in November. And I think that we get a February, March release. And I've been saying that for quite a while. Um, I know the whole David Braben thing with the, uh, uh, you know, he's, you know, legally, I'm using air quotes here, legally tied to release the game because of investors and stuff. Listen, the investors understand it's a video game company and release dates are fluid. Um, he's not going to be legally tied to that. Uh, there's been several times video game developers have had to push things back for different reasons and they promise a release or an update to the investors and nothing came out of it. And if you don't believe me, Fucking go look at Star Citizen. Jesus. Um, anyway, so uh, I think that... Uh, but does the Star Citizen have a public board? Sorry, I actually don't no, want to argue about this at all. They don't. <laughs> I don't they care don't. about different. any yes. of this. Yes, exactly. I, I, I was going to say it. Damn it. Anyway, yes. so... Carry on, Ty. Um, that's all. I, I, I think it'll be uh, February, March, and I... Perfectly okay with that because uh, there's a bunch of games coming out at the end of this year that I'm looking to play. So the kind of further they push this back a little bit, I'm happier with because that gives me more time to play those other games. Kind of gets them to a conclusion before I can come back to my space game. And that's all I got to say about that. What else, guys? That's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. I think that's I think that's gonna be our show. Yeah. Do you have anything else y'all wanna go through before we before we wrap it up? Uh um, well nothing related to video. <laughs> I wanna say number one, um one thing that we did not talk about that somehow I skipped over because I'm an idiot is roller coaster tycoon three complete well, try that again. Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, the complete edition, has HD support. I believe it is coming out. Finally. Like, I know. Like high yeah, definition. Make fun of what you will. This game put Frontier on the map. Uh, this this I, I I'm just saying that welcome to nineteen ninety eight. And it was actually more like two thousand five okay. for HD. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh uh I, I I won't be picking it up because it's just not my bag. Uh, however, I've still been playing Jurassic World. I've been enjoying that. 
or Jurassic Evolution, whatever it's called. I can't even think of the damn title now. But anyway, the game's cool. It, it's, you it's, must I mean, be I get it. to play with I can have a baby T-Rex, man. It's cool <laughs> as shit. I might stream some of that later because it's cool as shit. I got a T-Rex and I, I put it into the pin with like the plant eaters just so I can see them eat them. And it was cool shit. So I think I think it's uh, called Evolution Tycoon. <laughs> anyway, I, I think it's just called Jurassic World Evolution. But anyway. It's called um, Tycoon Evolution. The world of the Triassic. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic uh, that's be about it. Check out our website at loosegrizzity.com. I have not Cretaceous updated it yet Zoo. from the one year anniversary. <laughs> uh, you can find all of our contact information there. Feel free to email our message tracks and give him hate mail and chig. Do it. And yeah, about all of the Jurassic World stuff. Um, I want I if you hate mail me, I will read it on the air. <laughs> Uh, and I will write you back. <laughs> Trust me, I can hate worse than you, better than you. I'm if not you sure join, which direction to go with that. A negative, if you join double our negative, and you uh, message one of us. We will get in touch with you. We answer everybody. We don't always answer in a timely manner because we have real jobs, but uh, we do answer. Um, I hate asking for this, but I do have to ask this. If you like our show and you're watching it on YouTube right now, please like and subscribe. Stuff like that actually does help us. If you really like our show, go on to Send a check for $1 million. $1 million. (laughs) (laughs) And leave us a five-star review, please. Things like that (laughs) go a long way to help us out. It puts us on different charts, on different um, charts. Podcast charts across the world, things like that actually do help. I was a little surprised when I learned that. I wish I'd been promoting it for a while. Uh, Loosegrizzity.com. I am in the process of adding merch to our store. I just added hoodies. Uh, I am actually in the process of ordering hoodies. Um, I'm going to get one for everybody on the show, and we'll be talking about that in a little bit. Um, But anyway, we're talking about off the air in a little bit. Um. You can also reach me on uh, Twitter. I am at T-Y-R-V-O-L. But the best way is always get me on Discord. I haven't been on Twitter in days, so I hate. It's kind of a trash fire. I hate hate the Twitter. So, you know. It's terrible. I had to use it the other day. I actually do have a Twitter. It's just JN Tracks, but it's, yeah, whatever. My phone will ding if somebody messaged me on there. Yeah, mine will too, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to hop on Twitter and immediately respond. But on Discord, I'm pretty quick to respond most days. So the other day, uh, uh, Devo Devo Looter actually messaged me, and like I saw it on my phone, and then like I read it, and I was in the I was in the server room when it happened, so I put my phone back in my pocket and then got busy with something else. And then like two days later, I realized, oh shit, I never messaged him back. So um, sorry, done it, <laughs> done that, yep. <laughs> If 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 you ever message me and I don't get back to you within twenty four hours, man, hit me up. I probably just you know got busy with something. Uh, I will respond. I promise you. Um, Trax is a real life audio engineer and has a podcast of his own with Derek uh, called Tone Control. Check it out over at jntrax.com. Hey, do you have any last squadron orders? Polish up them cannons. We're gonna use them. <laughs> Chig, cheese is out, brother. Oh, oh, one quick thing, one quick thing. Uh, I do want to say- Chig, shut up. 
Yeah, sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I did that like, <laughs> five, like five times now. I'm sorry. Um, very big thanks to uh, Psykit and Mal and uh, uh, Alec Turner and who Excuse else? Excuse me, Arthur. Arthur. Yeah, Arthur. Yeah, Arthur told me. Arthur told all me when your wishes. Thank you guys very much. That was awesome. They were all surprises to me. Tracks kept played them very close to the vest. Um, every time I hear one, I'm very surprised. Thank you guys so much. Chig cheeses out. I'm done. All right, cheesing out. I, I just want to oh, add shit, a couple yeah. th- quick things, just real quick. First, no, no, no I'm done. First, oh, Chig, ahead. shut up. <laughs> I was cussing myself. God damn it, Chig. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. I, I, I just want to jump in two things. Uh, uh, Mal and Psyket, I yours is one of the podcasts I listen to every week. I You guys are doing a great job. Thank you very much. And get Ty on your show already. Jesus Christ. All right. Second, I I'm, I'm was looking up at who we have sitting in general, and I see Data and Teflon. We need to get one or both of those guys on the show one night as at mm-hmm. least a commander of the year or something, because they they are always present in our Discord. They are always doing shit for the squadron. Yep. We need to get them on the show one of these days. I mean, seriously. Uh, now, finally, cheese of the week. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna preface this real quick. This is like the 16th, 17th, 18th cheese of the week. There is a finite <laughs> number of cheeses. So, <laughs> so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you a heads up that I've been doing broad strokes on a lot of weeks, and I'm gonna do a broad stroke this week, but know that these cheeses are gonna start getting more uh condensed. Like this week's cheese is cheddar. I'm just going to go straight cheddar because then I can do white <laughs> cheddar, extra sharp cheddar, New York cheddar. I can do all that shit later. I'm just letting you know now because I'm doing cheddar now. Doesn't mean I cannot bring back cheddar later. So tonight's cheddar cheese is cheddar cheese. Yes, it took this long for me to bring it up because it's such a big gun. <laughs> Get this. The United States alone manufactures 3 billion pounds of cheddar a year. It's our second largest consumed cheese in the United States. If I were to let you think about it and try to guess what's the number one Mm. mozzarella, obviously, you know, pizza, we fucking love pizza in this country and that's mozzarella all the time. So that's, that's why mozzarella is the number one cheese, but cheddar, cheddar's close. Cheddar. A lot of people don't know. is actually an English cheese. There's a town of cheddar in England and that's where this comes from. And it's a great cheese, and there's a lot of variances. I'll get to those in coming weeks. This week, just go out, grab any fucking cheddar you can find, eat all of it, and stay cheesy, everybody. <sighs> Thanks for that. And, yeah, there is a finite amount of cheese, but I was going to say I fully support uh, repeating cheeses. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. I, like you used American cheese when I wasn't here one week, so I, 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 I that will be a cheese for me one week, and I'm gonna. Right. We're gonna go right. that road. That's so, it. Yes, I'm done. Anybody else have anything else? All right, great. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you guys <laughs> next week. Good night, Bye-bye.